what is up y'all welcome back to another episode of surfing the stream where every week we're on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time i am matt primo and this is the conclusion to anime in review uh throughout the entire month we have been reviewing nothing but anime movies uh let's see we have reviewed uh spirit away if you're a patreon supporter we have reviewed uh grave of the fireflies princess mononoke uh ghost in the shell and akira and if you're wondering, well, how did Patreon get a, uh, what, what is this extra review that Patreon gets? Well, when we do our genre series uh, every so often, uh, Patreon supporters do get two additional reviews per series. So they get six reviews instead of the four uh, for that particular genre series. So um, if you want to do that and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Uh, supports at any of those tiers, and you get access to exclusive segments, exclusive podcasts, uh, our Discord channel, all kinds of things. So go to patreon.com slash 2game if you're interested in that. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen D. Cuckoo, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsay Humble, and Michael King. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this, so thank you so much, truly. Uh, so just jumping into this main topic for the episode, which is kind of looking back on the genre series of anime in review as a whole, and then I'll do my top 10 list. Uh, just a small disclaimer, normally when this when this podcast started, when we did genre series, uh, horror in review, kung fu in review, 90s action in review, it was basically I would be watching nothing but those types of movies for an entire month. And I would usually get around, I don't know, 20 to 30 movies watched within one month. And it gave me a good chance to see, like, what were a great variety of, the, of those movies within that genre. And it would give me a good opportunity to make up a, like a legit top 10 list. Well, over the last couple of genre series, I haven't been able to really put forth a whole lot of effort into uh, watching as many movies as I can. Mainly because work has been kind of uh, hellacious to say the least. Uh, but this month, I only, I didn't, I didn't even break the 20 mark. So this month, I only watched 14 movies. So kind of a drag, honestly. Uh, didn't get to watch nearly as much as I wanted to. I kind of wasted some time watching some Gundam Wing because I was expecting to watch Endless Waltz, but then I couldn't even finish that damn series because it was kind of, you know, old. So didn't get to watch nearly as many movies as I wanted to. And then at the back end of of the series where I was actually watching just movies in general, I didn't really care for them. Uh, just in general, I I like Miyazaki, but I'm not in love with his movies. Now, I think I watched five Miyazaki movies, four or five Miyazaki movies, and I could say probably two of them that I actually really enjoyed. And one of those I enjoyed from beginning to end, while the other was kind of like uh, this could be about 10 15 minutes shorter if uh if i had the choice in the matter uh but just kind of jumping into my top 10 i'm only going to rank the 14 movies out of i'm only going to rank the top 10 out of the 14 movies that i watched so i will not be ranking anything that i did not watch so if your movie does not show up on my top 10 it's not because i don't like it it's probably because i did not watch it and you know I'm a man of rules. I follow my morals and my beliefs, okay? So I'm only going to rank 
10 out of the 14 that I watched. But just overall with the with the series in general, I had, I had some fun at the very beginning, but then it kind of tapered off a little bit. Uh, didn't get nearly the, the satisfaction that I thought I was going to get. Uh, I definitely enjoyed more of the quote-unquote like anime show movies rather than like the Studio Ghibli films or other studios and whatnot. Uh, especially Studio Ghibli. I, I was kind of, kind of disappointed in those movies. Uh, I just felt like they were overly long. They like they could have been 15 minutes shorter and would have been all the better for it. Uh, but nonetheless, let's jump in to my top 10. At number 10, Ghost in the Shell. The one from 1995. Now, I know there's a, a 2.0 and there's like another version of it. I, I didn't watch all that. I watched the original 1995 movie, the animated movie now, not live action. This is all animated, no live action. So... Going into this movie, I bought it for like $5 on Voodoo because it was on sale. But I went into this with kind of like mid to high expectations. I had heard so much about it. But the one thing that kind of held me back on my expectations really was it's a little old. It's from the 90s. I say a little old. I mean, I was born in the 90s. But for animation, it felt a little old. And I just saw like a little clip of here and there. And I was like, is this going to feel old? as far as the animation a little outdated uh so that kind of held my expectations back just a little bit but when i started watching it i was like oh no this animation still holds up today like it is really really good uh but the issue is like the overall story and the length of said story ghost in the shell feels like ahead of its time in, in terms of animation and storytelling i'm not 100 percent sure i grasp everything that was being told in that film uh, from a thematic perspective, the voice acting is good overall. Not the best or the worst I have ever heard. Uh, the few action scenes that are sprinkled throughout are great. I was actually expecting more action than I actually got. Uh, but I will say the action that we did get in the movie are are some of the best action sequences that I've seen in anime. Like, they are the highlights of this movie. Uh, the thing that really holds it back for me are the four, the five scenes that it's strictly just character monologues and it's against a like uh, I guess you can call it a stagnant background or scene uh, it really really drags down the pacing of the film for me and it borders the line of being kind of boring uh, this is definitely a film that I would recommend watching and I I think it's going to be a film that I'm going to need to watch again maybe two or three more times to fully grasp what is going on in this movie and maybe it's a movie that i don't know maybe i'll watch it another time maybe another time after that and then that's when it finally clicks and i actually truly love this movie but for now it's at number 10 at number nine i have howl's moving castle which was a patreon exclusive uh podcast review so you can check that out by going to patreon.com slash two game this was my first studio ghibli film going into the series i i kind of hold i kind of held out for this particular movie to be my first go at Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli. And I gotta say, I was not... Like, I liked the movie, but I don't think I would go out of my way to watch it. I liked it enough to watch it again further down the road. Just to kind of make sure that it's something that I, I truly like or don't like. Uh, the film has absolutely stunning visuals, animations, and sound design. The overall story does feel slow and forced in some of the middle scenes, but the romantic payoff at the end is actually really good. 
like I said earlier, this movie could probably be about 15 minutes shorter, and I think it would flow a lot better. Uh, I can see why a lot of people love this movie, though. I, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, this is a trashy movie, or it's just it's not very good. No, it's a, it's a good movie. And I can definitely see why a lot of people would give this five stars, and I'm not going to knock people for for loving this movie. I, I can definitely see the elements in it. And it also has Christian Bale. Right when he was, was it right before Batman Begins or right when he was doing Batman Begins? So you can hear his Batman growl like at its earliest stages. Uh, so that was hot. Next up at number eight is My Hero Academia Heroes Rising. So I started watching My Hero, I don't know, four or five years ago maybe. And I got to say that series really just shot up my list as far as my favorite anime shows. I was a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. Like That's probably the anime that got me into anime. And I watched Dragon Ball Z as a kid and as an adult. And I think My Hero is kind of like Dragon Ball Z in, in a weird way. I know it's not the same subject matter and whatnot, but it's kind of similar in, in what they're trying to do over the course of a story and whatnot. And like the feel of the story just feels kind of similar. But the biggest difference is, my hero has absolutely no filler compared to Dragon Ball Z that has a lot of filler. I mean, they even have a a new edited series called Dragon Ball Z Kai where it edits out all of the filler. So it tells you that Dragon Ball Z has a lot of filler when they have a special thing dedicated to removing said filler. But anyways, back to My Hero. Uh, it, it was a show that I absolutely fell in love with. Fell in love with. I blasted through, shout out, that that particular series. It didn't take me long at all to uh, finish that series. I mean, at the time, I think there had only been three seasons, so it was easy to kind of blast through it. But uh, I started watching, and I was kind of nervous that this movie would fall in the trap of, I don't know, like Dragon Ball Z or or some of the other movies uh, for anime movies where they kind of just recap recent events. And it's just basically just a recap movie. Or the events in that movie wouldn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. So a lot of the tension that could be in this movie uh, wouldn't wouldn't be there. Because, oh, well, they're not going to change. They're not going to do things in this movie that would affect the original series. And that is true to some extent. I don't think that this movie is going to really matter in the grand scheme of My Hero Academia seasons 1 through whatever. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. But the things that they do in this movie, the things that they tackle thematically between the characters, especially Bakugo and Deku, I think those two characters are obviously the essential ones in this particular movie. And I thought they knocked it out of the park. I think the action's great, but the character development, the the work between those two characters is by far the best thing about this entire movie. And it, ex- it exceeded my expectations, like, significantly. Uh, this wasn't a recap movie. This was a continuation. This was like a, a quote-unquote spinoff of the show. So I was definitely happy with this movie, and I highly recommend going to check it out if you're, if you're a fan of My Hero. And then number seven, Weathering With You. This was probably one of the first movies that I watched as a part of the genre series. And I gotta say, this set me on a collision course. Like, this set me down a path that I was not prepared for. Because for, for multiple reasons. One, I watched this and it, ex- it it set my expectations so high for anime and review 
that I don't think anything really came close to to matching those expectations after watching this movie. Because, like I said, I think this was like the first or second movie that I watched as part of the series when it originally started. And my God, this movie exceeded every expectation that I that I had going into it. I was kind of expecting like middle of the road. It was, was going to be good, not great. Uh, no. Uh, I absolutely love this movie. While it's not a perfect film, they did a great enough job of making me care for Hina and Hodaka's uh, romance. The movie does throw out some mixed signals with the themes it's trying to convey to us. But uh, like like homelessness, climate change, etc. The development of the minor characters, uh, they're pretty good. Uh, the score is absolutely fantastic. And the animation is um, incredibly beautiful and detailed as well. Overall, a great movie. And I, I think that it was it, it was a great experience. It really was. And I kind of lean more towards, like, which is really weird because I don't like these, these types of movies in live action. And I'm a dude, so I don't normally lean towards these movies. But like romance in anime, for whatever reason, like I really enjoy now, there's one other movie that kind of leans towards the romance section, or genre, I should say, that I loved way more than Weathering With You, and it was a movie that I did not want to end, and that I couldn't take my eyes off it. Like, I did not want to push pause, but we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. At number six, I have Princess Mononoke. Uh, Christian, who is my co-host with the Two Game Podcast, sometimes he comes on here with uh, Surfing the Stream. Uh, you can hear a bunch of our older reviews. He's on there. Uh, Princess Mononoke was a movie that got him into anime. And I can see why. Like, the animation is great. I think this movie came out in, what, 97? So, the animation for then is, like, top-notch. Like, this still holds up to this day. The animation, the uh, the voice acting is great. The overall story is actually pretty damn good. Um, but the issue with it, and it's the issue that I have with Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli in, in general, is that all these movies are two hours long, and I don't think they need to be two hours long. There's probably about 10 or 15 minutes out of this movie that needs to just be cut, uh, or, or sped up, or, or something. Uh, I just felt like it got bogged down right in the middle, and I just didn't really care what was going on. But overall, I, I really did enjoy this movie. I had some great action sequences. Uh, the story is really what sets this apart from anything else. The The score is great. Uh, the, the, the animation and the story are the key to why this is so high on my list as of right now. And at number five, which was, I believe, the first movie that I reviewed for Anime and Review, and that is the saddest freaking movie I have ever watched in my entire life. It is a movie that I I am happy to put at number five because it is that good. But I don't know how many times I'm going to ever watch this movie. Uh, be, just because it's it's so damn depressing. And that is Grave of the Fireflies. Uh, the ending is told to you in the opening scene. And from then on, it's just like a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, the animation is beautiful while the overall story is... is guys, it is gut-wrenching, uh, the story. Uh, just an absolutely phenomenal movie. I can see why this is rated very, very high on like on Letterbox, which it has like a 4.4. I want to say it's in the top, what, 250 narrative movies on Letterbox. So it is highly regarded amongst the, uh, the anime community, uh, but it is super depressing. Like, 
if you want some feel good stuff, you don't go to this movie. If you want to like cry and like hate your life and because you feel bad for other people, then this is obviously the movie for you. Uh, but th- this overall movie is great, and I-, I love the way that they do the storytelling, where they kind of they kind of just tell you the end right there, and then that kind of sets the expectations of where this movie is going. Uh, spoilers ahead. Um, I mean, they basically show you that both of the kids are dead. So right then and there, there are no expectations for the end. Like you already know what's going to happen. There's no oh well maybe they'll survive. No 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 no. You know they're going to die. Let's go on this journey on how they end up in that position. Uh, Truly, truly great movie. Now, moving into my top four, I would say that these are absolutely my favorite movies. Like, it is from four on down to one. I could watch any time, anywhere, and have no issues with it. I could could watch it again right now if I wanted to. Uh, The other ones, while they're good, and obviously they made my top ten for the time being, um, I could watch those occasionally. Like Grave of the Fireflies is so good, but the issue with it is you just don't want to watch it multiple times. Uh, these next four are ones that I will definitely rewatch multiple times without any issue. And at number four, Your Name. I absolutely freaking love this movie. And this is the other romance genre movie that I was talking about a minute ago, where it's kind of like I'm kind of it's kind of weird that I I'm loving this type of genre in anime when i don't like it in live action your name is so creative and the the animation is phenomenal it is so gorgeous to look at this was the movie that i stayed up late to watch i I didn't want to hit pause and finish it the next day I, i just wanted to watch it all and i did not want to end the character work is so great uh which is Really weird, like how they present the character work between these two main characters, the the ones that the romance is building between. It's not a traditional way, so I mean, from a, a narrative standpoint, I guess. Uh, but they they do a great job of making you care for all the characters involved. the The score is great, and the overall story is great. And I don't want to say too much about the specifics within the story, but it went. It went directions that I was not like prepared for, like like emotionally and just like intelligently. I was not expecting it to go in in certain directions, uh, so it was very interesting. And I think the whole movie is is just fantastic in that regard. And even if it didn't go the way I wanted it to, I I still think they they did a great job with it. But I'm not going to spoil anything for it because honestly, it's more of an experience than it is anything. And I really enjoyed not knowing anything about this movie. So I am not going to give you any spoilers right here. Next up at number three, this was a movie that I saw last year. I think it was last year in theaters. And I had one of the best movie experiences uh, in recent memory. I went to go see it with Christian and Eric, who's one of our Patreon supporters. And it was a great time, a great time. And that is Demon Slayer Mugen Train. It was, it was my first First movie experience going to see an anime movie. We saw it in dubbed, and it was it was a great time. I had just finished the series. I binge watched the first season for the first time, uh, leading up to that movie. I want to say I didn't finish the series until like what like a day or two before the movie came out, or we went to see the movie, and it just made the experience all the better for it. 
Uh, I had a great time. I think the animation looks fantastic. Initially, going into the Demon Slayer series, the animation kind of threw me off. I'm like, I don't know if I like this or not. But, yeah, it, it it's one of the best-looking anime shows around. And the movie just kind of amps it up just a little bit to where it is just absolutely gorgeous animation. The character work is there. I mean, if you watch Demon Slayer, then you know what you're going to get with this. The fighting, the action is absolutely fantastic. And then I mentioned this a minute ago about, uh, or a few minutes ago, I should say, uh, about My Hero Academia and how anime show movies tend to do recaps. And I don't like that. Like Goblin Slayer, the first half of that movie is nothing but recap. And I was like, I just watched the show. I don't need a recap. Well, Demon Slayer recaps the first season in a very unique way that kind of flows naturally within the story. Like, it makes sense of why they're recapping it then. It's not just, oh, we're going to retell these same scenes and then hit the new part. That's not it at all. It's like the story starts, and then over the course of the entire movie, they're recapping stuff that's already happened. So I think it's very unique, and I really loved the way they told the uh, the overall story in this movie. Now, I am currently watching, not watching, I am currently reading the manga, and I've seen season one. I have not seen anything past Mugen Train. Uh, I highly recommend watching the show and then the movie, because the movie takes place immediately following the end of season one. And it's going to be a bridge between season one and season two, even though they're kind of changing up and doing it a, a uh, episode arc for it. Uh, but overall, love the movie. Uh, voice acting is great. Animation's great. Story's great. Everything's great. Next up, at number two, Spirited Away. This was a movie, and I'm not going to lie. This was this is Miyazaki, so you know, y'all know my thing. He, he kind of makes his movies a little too long. Going into this movie, I was not excited about it. I had very low expectations, uh, mainly because I had seen a couple of Miyazaki movies before that, and they just didn't, they didn't rock my socks, you know? So, going through this movie... I was just like, uh, I like it. I, I'm just not seeing what everybody else is seeing. And then I finished it, and I'm like, I, it was it was, really, it was really great. It was. So I started reading some reviews. I started reading some theories, some people's uh, opinions of the movies and whatnot. And it really, really changed my opinion of the movie. I started, uh, I read a review that kind of recapped the story along with uh, their thoughts and opinions. And... It really changed my mind. Like I went back and kind of watched some scenes and then also read what was going on in those scenes to kind of make myself more clear with what was going on. And it was like a light bulb went off in my head. I was like, no, this movie's it's absolutely phenomenal. Like, I don't want to throw the word masterpiece out there very casually, but if you wanted to call a anime movie a masterpiece, this would be the movie. I think from beginning to end, it is truly phenomenal. Yes, there were about five or ten minutes in there that I think could have been cut. But, but, I think that's mainly from the standpoint that I had to watch this movie over the course of two days at work. And I had to stop and start it like 20 times. So I think that my opinion of that is affected by those circumstances. So I'm not going to hold the movie back from that. Uh, but I think the story and the character work is absolutely fantastic. I think the character design is out of this world. Uh, everything about this movie is just absolutely perfect. Uh, so if you have not checked out this movie, you should definitely go see it. 
Uh, it's definitely a movie that I'm going to watch again just to kind of cement itself in on my all-time rankings list uh, because I don't, I don't see how it doesn't end up there when it's all said and done. And then finally, at number one, numero uno, Sword Art Online, Ordinal Scale. I know everybody that kind of follows the show, uh, either the Two Game Podcast or you've seen some episodes of me and Chris, me and Christian, uh, whoever. If you've been following us for any length of time, you know SAO is my all-time favorite anime. And it's, I would say it's not even close, but Demon Slayer is right up there with number two probably. Uh, but in terms of character work and just overall story, I think season one, of especially those first 12 episodes, 13 episodes, whatever it is, I think there's nothing more perfect than those first 12 or 13 episodes in season one. The entire season is phenomenal by itself, but those first 12 episodes are absolutely perfect. Uh, that first season is one of the best seasons of not only just any anime, but any TV show, period. Like I put it up against anything. I absolutely love this show. I love the characters. Uh, Asuna is one of my favorite characters of all time. Uh, Kirito is one of, I wouldn't say one of my favorite characters of all time, but he's a great character. And going into this movie, I watched this movie a few years ago with Christian on the ambulance, and I absolutely loved it. But watching it this time, during anime and review, this movie absolutely shot up my, my all-time rankings list. And it's not even close. Like this, it's this movie and then everything else as far as anime movies go. Uh, I think they what they do with the uh, the VR and the uh, the AR stuff in this movie is really unique in comparison to the sto- to the to the overall series. But it doesn't feel distinct, so it's it's somehow connected in a way. And if you want to watch this movie, you need to watch all of season two. And really, it's because of one move that it's in this movie that you need to watch the entire season two to watch this movie. Uh, but overall, I, I think this movie is just is phenomenal. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I get it. I get it. Spirited Away technically is a way better movie. Like, if you're looking from a standpoint of of like critically acclaimed and whatnot, Spirited Away is going to be a home run, okay? Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this movie is, critically speaking, a better movie than Spirited Away, because it's not. Uh, I just, I love the characters. I love the action. I love uh, the the animation, the uh, the score, everything. It's just, this was like one of my first anime that I got into, or I should say got back into, because I was a DBZ fan while I was a kid. And then I kind of just did not watch anime for a very, very, very long time. Like 10, 15 years long. Okay. I would strictly just watch Dragon Ball Z. I never ventured out and watched any other kind of anime. And then Christian got me to watch SAO. And it was my first anime outside of DBZ. And it was a home run. I absolutely love the series. And it's one of those things that like I can't watch in sub because I started it in dub. And I just love the voice acting in dub. I know if you're if you're a sub fan and you don't like dub, don't don't come at me, okay? I just I don't have a time, okay? Everybody has a little thing that they like. I, I'd rather watch it in dub. Uh, there are some things I can watch in sub, but I just choose to watch it in dub. It is what it is. Uh, but I think this movie for me is the perfect movie for me personally, just because of all the things that I love about Sao, and it's in this movie. So. 
That's why it's at number one. But if you were sitting here and say, well, there's nowhere near as good as Spirited Away. Uh, look, I can't argue with you, okay? I won't argue with you because I can 100% see why you would say Spirit Away is your number one of all time. I can completely understand that. Uh, but nonetheless, SAO, Ordinal Scale, my numero uno. Uh, but that's going to be it for me. That is my official top 10 as of right now. Uh, next year, I am planning on doing a genre series or, or part two of anime in review. And hopefully I can put a little bit more effort, a little bit more time into the series uh, to kind of give you a better top 10. But this is my top 10 as of right now, and it's just out of the ones that I've watched. Uh, but if you disagree with the, the rankings of the list or I need to watch a certain movie, uh, please let me know. You can, by all means, go to our Facebook page and leave us a comment there. You can email me, twogamepodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash two game, leave us a comment on there, or you can uh, consider supporting us while you're there. Uh, either or, uh, thank you for supporting us, and thank you for clicking on this episode, and I'll catch y'all next time on another one. Laters.